welcome to the Melomancy Podcast, where today we're going to teach you how to get good at doing the butt stuff. Victim is quite the pro. I'm, I'm very well versed in the butt stuff. So, was it last week we had E3? It was, yeah. and the only thing that I know about it is everybody is going crazy, like absolutely bonkers over the new Zelda. That's, I'm surprisingly out of the loop, so I'm very intrigued. Isn't it the same Zelda foot? Well, obviously it's new Zelda footage, but isn't it the same like weird, cell shady but adult looking footage that they had like a long time ago? Kinda. Uh, it it looks to me from what I've seen like Wind Waker with every next gen possibility, like everything Zelda needed, like actual physics, uh, extremely extremely awesome hitboxes where like. You won't get hit if you duck and they swing over you, like, cool stuff, very next-gen, and it looks awesome, and that's all I know, and I don't have any Nintendo products, so I'm never going to play it. <laughs> you could probably just call it Dark Souls the survival game from the way it plays, like, 100%. I mean, I haven't even it's beaten very... a Zelda game ever. Really? So, I mean, yeah, it's true. I mean, I've played the Master Quest version of Ocarina of Time, but I only played through the second dungeon. Oh man, that... that is the extent of my Zelda experience. The rest of my time was spent playing a different Zelda game known as Legacy of Kain Soul Reaver. <laughs> no, my RPG curse encompasses Zelda, so I, I've never... Well, I went not... back and beat well, Four but... Swords eventually, but other than that... Victim, now you got to tell us what the RPG curse for the viewers at home, or the listeners at home. Oh, I must relive this horror. Tell All the story. Right. Only for you. I'm pointing at the screen, but you know who you are. Um, the RPG curse. I've gone my entire life from around three years old when I first got into video games. Watching, not playing. Um, every single RPG I've tried to play, I have gotten very close to the end, or like at least halfway through, before just flat out something stupid in my life removing it from... like The inability to finish the game. It's not like a lack of going back and playing. I just cannot... I do not have the capabilities of recovering my save, recovering the game disc, recovering my memory card, whatever it might be. Um, and over over 50 different RPG titles from Final Fantasy to Tales games to Zelda, I just, for the life of me, could not finish a game until I became an adult. And I finally went back and finished, uh, or no, I didn't go back, but like it got localized, so I played it, uh, the Trails in the Sky game from the... Uh, Whatever the hell it's called series that I can't remember at the moment right now. I'm not I can't sure remember what you're either. talking about, honestly. It was on Steam. Trails in the um, Sky. Trails in the Sky. It had a it had a PSP release a while ago, but they made a PC version that got localized, or they eventually ported it to the PC. Something like that. I don't remember. Legend of Heroes, Trails in the Sky. That's it, Legend of Heroes. Had to do some keyboard lookup magic. Right, so, so wait, wait, before we go on to E3. I've got this burning story I just got to tell. All right. So, not related to video games at all. So, not yesterday, but the day before, right? I was going to work, and I got off the bus. And before I went to work, I'm thinking, you know, it's going to be a long night. I work at night, so I'm thinking, I'm going to go to 7-Eleven and get an energy drink. So, I go to the 7-Eleven on 3rd Avenue in Seattle, with, near the Wells Fargo building. It's kind of close to Crack Donald's, but not quite, right? So I go in, and there's this old guy 
like trying to buy some hot food and I've already collected my energy drink and I'm just like in line. There's like two counters, but there's this new guy behind the counter and this experienced guy like down the hall a little bit. Right. So I'm at the register that doesn't have a cashier next to this guy on my left, this guy that can't talk old guy. He's like angrily gesturing his hands towards the hot food and like, using numbers on his hands to like kind of tell the new guy, you know, how much he wants, put him in two bags. But, you know, he seems really frustrated. Like he's not really fully being understood. And so the new guy is just like, okay, well, here's everything. We're going to need like, I don't know, $7 in some sense. And the dude has like a $5 bill and some ones. And he like hands it over the counter and holds onto it. And the other guy reaches for it. And he like, he pulls the money away. Like as a, almost like a joke. Like he was like, no, and he did this like a couple times until the experienced guy, who was like this this bigger guy, walks over and he's like, "Nah, dude, you gotta go. Like, you can't just be messing with him like that." And then the dude he lifts up like the side left side of his shirt to reveal a knife. And at this point, I'm thinking, "Oh shit!" So luckily, my knife was bigger, and I kind of sidestep to the right. I pull out my knife and I just kind of like I don't take my eyes off the dude. And eventually the the bigger guy like he lets the guy get his food he just leaves the money on the counter and he just like pushes him out of the store and says never come back and i just like put my knife away like well that happened uh <laughs> it was a crazy morning morning that sounds very american it's, of you it's nighttime for you um oh yeah it was 6 p.m 6 p.m is my morning okay <laughs> yeah that actually made me uh think about this one time i was stuck in redmond and we were up all night because we had missed the last bus, and for whatever reason, we were stuck in Redmond. So I'm not going to talk about why, but we we ended up basically spending the whole night skating around Redmond and sitting outside of a 7-Eleven. Well, we kept going into 7-Eleven because they had hot chocolate for like a dollar for like the massive cup. So we were buying those, and then the refills were like 25 cents. It was awesome. So we're going in, and every couple hours, we'd go back in there and fill our cups up and give the guy his money and stuff and then uh the last time we went in or no we didn't even go in the last time we were out of change and we didn't want to break any big bills it was me and adam and the guy comes out and he's having a smoke and he's like hey uh you guys haven't been in a little bit like he he figured out our pattern like we were done with our hot chocolate we were sitting out there just waiting and he was the typical indian guy I don't know if Vic's ever been to 7-Eleven. They're all owned by uh, Indian people. They're all very... I think we had one 7-Eleven here, but it's long gone since I would have remembered. I don't know how you live with yourself. Like, what? <laughs> we we don't even have a store like 7-Eleven here. No coming like, We have to go to separate anything? stores to get our shit. What about gas stations? Don't well, they we sell... we have gas stations and corner stores, but like 7-Eleven sells pretty much anything, right? No, right, it's, we no, sell... no, no, no. It's, it's... 7-Eleven is a corner store. Yeah, it's, oh, okay. it's a gas well, station thought... slash corner store. I was always told that it sold like anything you want, like from alcohol to fucking yeah, yeah. It, whatever. Are you are it you thinking like, of like a Walmart? No, no. It has it has like beer and well, it's still in a corner store fashion, obviously. And then they have yeah, yeah, in a corner store fashion, they'll have like most beers. They have uh, Gatorades, sodas, snack chips, typical gas station type stuff. I think Seven Eleven's actually kind of lacking in the in the things that they offer. Like they usually only have like. The diet monster and the regular monster very very light on the flavor selection. No, oh god, here you can get whatever you want in monster. You like literally get... a fucking cabinet just filled with it. Do you can you still get grape the mixed M I X X E D dude? Oh, 
<laughs> well, I haven't seen that in a little bit, so they may not be stocking it, but they definitely used it. Well, I haven't seen it in years, so I mean, you're probably good. Okay. Yeah. Well, the guy, uh, anyways, yeah, the guy, he came out and he was having a smoke. Typical Indian guy. He didn't really have a super thick accent. Like, he was probably born in America. His parents immigrated, but he had enough of that Indian accent, you know? Where, oh, yes, hello, my name is, you know, Apu. Like, and he was like, you guys haven't been in in a while. Uh, are you still cold? It, it's kind of cold out here. Are you not going to get any more hot chocolate? And we were like, God, man, we're out of change and everything. And he was like, oh, well, dude, it's 25 cents, you know? Let me finish my smoke and. You know, and we just chatted with him, and he gave us free refills, like, for, like, three more times. He gave us, like, it wasn't much, but, dude, we were, I think, 16, and we were freezing our asses off, like, sitting outside of 7-Eleven. And he knew we weren't homeless or anything, but he was like, yeah, it was just chill, dude. It was kind of cool. Not as cool as your story, but, you know, whatever. That's, <laughs> so, no, that, that's you pretty were, chill. Yeah. You were pretty you were stuck in Redmond. You were there for a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament, weren't you? No, no, we were there for not this time. No, no, <laughs> Redmond. I don't think Redmond's ever been for a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament. I've never been to Redmond for a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament. But no, dude, that night I'll have to tell you about that off recording. It was bad. <laughs> oh boy. All right then. So, E3. So Zelda is probably game of the show i actually haven't really looked at too much e3 stuff like wh what i did wasn't was, there witcher stuff there was a i think there was witcher stuff wasn't there kind of um i i actually watched all of the conference except for one of them it kept cutting in and out on me i think the one of the sony one um but apparently i didn't miss anything um all that important i think it was like two or three titles i just w wasn't able to see so but yeah no uh the witcher they decided that their card game they built in The Witcher 3 needed a standalone title, and I cannot be more angry with their choice. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it, it looks cool. It's like, it's definitely way different from Hearthstone, but it's following the same Hearthstone kind of, like, trend. The freemium-esque so model. I mean, I don't know necessarily about that. I just know that it's it's definitely trying to pander to that crowd of, like, we got World of Warcraft, but then we got the World of, War World of Warcraft trading card game. And then, you know, like, oh, we got The Witcher 3, but then we get The Witcher 3 trading card game. Oh, my goodness. Speaking of... Now, it's like, apparently a lot of people love it, but uh, I, know, I yeah. couldn't Hold on. get into it. They also showed a uh, Bethesda little Hearthstone-like clone for Elder Scrolls. I'm pissed at them for that. All I can think of... The fact that Legends is legitimately a fucking clone. It's like, there's like a couple different things here and there, and it's obviously based on the lore of... Uh, you know, the Elder Scrolls series. And it'll probably have all the, like, different features to the cards. But, like, the base, the way the board works is entirely, like, from down to the point that you use mana to play your cards, it's fucking Hearthstone. The, all these card games are making me think of Final Fantasy VIII. Like, the, uh, me too. Like the original, dude, like, yeah. Player. Triple Triad, I think they called it in the game. Yeah, where you yeah. totally just collected the characters from the game, the monsters and everything, which is Hearthstone-esque. You're getting monsters and characters from the game. And then you play them against people. That's crazy. But, you know, to be honest, the, the only reason I'm able ever ever able to beat Final Fantasy VIII is because I played that stupid card game, and I card mod all the rare shit at the end, so that way I could beat the final boss using, like, the bullshit that it gives you. 
I even beat Omega Weapon on my last run, like, because you turn either Bahamut's card or Laguna's card into a hundred Holy Wars, which is an item that basically makes your entire party invincible. Nothing can heal or hurt them until it wears off, and you just cast Aura on everyone, use that, and then you just limit break it to death. Now, before we get too far, because we're already digressing from E3... But we were talking about Hearthstone and Warcraft and everything. Have you guys seen the Warcraft movie? I have no, not, I but I don't know if I should. I heard it wasn't good. Okay, I don't... A lot of people said that the acting was subpar, but a lot of people are saying that it definitely has the visual to be what Me it was. personally. They just probably could have gotten better actors. Me personally, I think the acting wasn't the ultra best. Like, it wasn't... It, it was very good, but the acting itself probably wasn't to the level of like the CGI and stuff they spent, but it was still good enough that I wouldn't complain about it. I would definitely recommend seeing it if you could get in for like under 10 bucks. I want to see it because a friend of mine who still like regularly plays WoW told me that it was like the Super Mario Brothers movie bad. And oh, it's going to be well, like the new Super Mario Brothers. And I'm just thinking, that's a real extreme well, your opinion. Friend is a dick. But now I just want to see it. Yeah. You want to see it just to say you yeah, saw yeah. it, right? I don't think it's, it's that not bad. that bad at it all. It definitely doesn't look that it's bad. It's not that bad at all. Your friend is an asshole who's... <laughs> can, I just, can I just say something real quick? I fucking loved that movie as a kid, the Super Mario one. <laughs> oh my god. No, it's okay. I get that. <laughs> it was I... so cheesy that it was like hilarious. And it was like, but this is the Mario Brothers? Like, fuck yeah, that's awesome. In the same breath, Victim, I was a big fan of the Mortal Kombat movie, the first one, which was the good one, but also the second one, which is, you know, like, objectively bad. I've probably seen the <laughs> second one more times because it's funnier, because it's so bad, but I've I've saw it so many times that when I was in high school, I had to give a, um, a presentation entirely in sign language about the summary of a movie describing a fight scene, which is another assignment... Uh, and for both of those, I did the Mortal Kombat movie and the fight scene between Johnny Cage and Goro. I got a perfect score, and it was amazing. That is awesome. Speaking of fight scenes, uh, we missed something of E3. There's not just Zelda and possibly Witcher stuff, which might suck and probably will suck, but... There was Quake! Yes, but Kratos is back. Oh, yes. I had... I went out of my way to see that, because I only saw the conference for Bethesda, to be honest, but I watched a lot of the trailers... Off afterwards, and oh my god, that God of War footage! Yeah, I it apparently it's gonna show us what happened after the last game, like the last main game. Like, how like, are they gonna continue from that? I mean, let let's recap. In the last main game, Kratos tells Athena to fuck off, and that this whole Greek god bullshit is dumb. He takes the blade of Olympus and with all the power of all the gods, because he's finally killed everyone, and kills himself. And like these weird spirits just start like floating about makes it sound like, you know, they're going to be new gods or something like that. And Kratos is, like, dead, dead. Not in Hades. He's straight up dead. Why is he alive? I don't know. Apparently there is, like, they, they've already planned this. Like, there's a bridge from the, these games. So they're, like, they're like, and you will find out, like, he in an interview, um, or it, it might have been an interview, or it might have been, like, another, like, bit of footage they released after the fact, like, during, like, the actual days of E3, not just the conferences. But it was said that he, or the developers, had planned a bridge from both er, from game to game that you'll figure out during the new God of War. I am perfectly okay with that. 
it sounds great. And then there are other things that I have seen. Zelda was just a standout. Um, I did look it up on my phone to kind of jog my memory. Uh, the new South Park game. I don't know if you guys played the Stick of Truth, but this new South Park game looks awesome, especially having played the Stick of Truth. That I opening I only, trailer. Oh my. I only played a little bit. I didn't ever own the game, but I have played it. It's it's unique in its uh in its playstyle and everything. And I liked how they were they went with the the, the theme, as it were. The where they were running around and they were armies against each other. It was just a kid's game. So now but now it's about Coon and Friends. Coon and Friends. I love you... how they f- they managed to find the most offensive sounding superhero name that they wasn't already trademarked, yeah. and they came up with yeah. Coon, and he's got like this raccoon getup. But nobody's buying that, you know. And, and Tupperware Kid. Yeah. We get it. I think it's what they Mysterion call them. and everything. <laughs> and you join Coon and Friends, and that is that's what I wanted the first game to be. So I'm definitely going to end up. Probably spending the twenty or thirty bucks that this costs because I didn't. That's great. When it comes to dark humor, I'm really hit or miss, and I feel like this the stick of truth. I, I just was not interested whatsoever. But this one, I, I think it just looks fucking hilarious. Like the way they mocked Marvel, um, in the like the superhero chart, like phase one through three of like how they were doing their movies. Yeah, I mean, and, and they're right for the mocking because they're kind of on top of the world right now. I know. Oh man. I was, it was it was just beautiful. If you haven't seen the trailer, you need to watch it. Like, like if nothing else, just watch the trailer. Oh, actually, I didn't seek out the trailer. It actually played during a YouTube ad, and I just didn't skip it. I'm like, what is this? Okay, YouTube ads. I love those things. I, I was watching on my I was watching on my TV. No, <laughs> I, I said I love those things. As a YouTuber, everybody should watch the YouTube ads and the entirety of every video that they. Can can we segue to that for a moment? Oh no! If you open up your browser, even if you have AdBlock on, like, let's say Firefox, for instance, um, if you open it up and you have a YouTube video or or a page, even it doesn't even have to be a YouTube video, ads will will kick in before your AdBlock kicks in. And I haven't used ads on YouTube in a while, and I know everyone can scream and yell at me. That's fine, um, but like. It was a full video, like a nine-minute video from somebody else's YouTube channel. That was their Yeah, ad. no. I watched an epic mealtime video that I didn't even know I wanted to watch. But you wanted to watch it. You didn't know you wanted to watch it. Was it. Actually really, I, I used to love epic mealtime. I, I actually really used to watch it. I didn't know they saw many videos. I assumed they did. I just, um, it had been a long time since they popped up in my subbox. Yeah, box. that's, I've, I have adblock, but I only activate it when I'm, Outside of YouTube, most of the time, I if do it's... whitelist server or like certain places, yeah. but like very rarely. It's, it's I don't know. I grew up in an age where, well, I mean, we all kind of grew up in the age, but like, especially the circles of people I was around, where like we just hated the idea of like making money through ads and stuff, and it's just like it, it kind of like built into me that I, I need an ad block when doing things. Yeah, and that's. That's fair. I've, mm-hmm. I've whitelisted a lot of things. Um, what actually started to get me to 
put ad block up on YouTube was those fucking Ty whatever his name is ads where they were five minutes of him walking around saying send me money and I'll tell you the secret behind my thing my process besides knowledge this is my new Lamborghini and da la la this is my house and it's like dude yeah, that guy rents houses, rents Lamborghinis, which isn't cheap. You know, he's spending a thousand bucks for a day with a Lamborghini or more. Yeah, but it doesn't mean he's a millionaire by yeah, any means. Yeah, and... I mean, he might be, but he, no it, more It than... totally seems scamish. And when I started getting four-minute ads from him giving me a tour of a rented property, I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna put my ad block on. Yeah, nobody I actually, that. um block ads just because some of them are dangerous ones on youtube generally yeah i haven't found no, everywhere else always on but on youtube itself there's a certain level of shit also ad blocking is built into the browser i use i actually converted to brave which is made by the guy that used to be the ceo of firefox he also made javascript you know like the inventor of javascript he didn't kickstart it but he like made this open source thing called brave and the way they make money is by some of their users not me uh will set one of the settings which i believe is a default that i changed that ads on the page will be replaced with ads that have gone through brave their company and you can make bitcoin by participating but it's like a very minuscule amount that doesn't amount to anything but it's like the ads are better and i just chose to block everything because it's built in right that sounds yeah. like, I mean, like, I know I can trust that guy, but from somebody who doesn't know they can trust that, that sounds really sketchy. Well, then just block the ads. I mean, oh, yeah, exactly. that, that's the primary focus. They just, they provide an alternative to people who feel bad for blocking ads. Because so, we live in a day and age where if you block all the ads on YouTube, but you really like one YouTuber or two, you can donate to their Patreon because they all fucking have one. Exactly. And that's and what one dollar. $1 on a Patreon account is probably more revenue directly from you than never having adblock at all. Oh, completely. In fact, if you look at the way they they uh, do their algorithms or whatever, I think it's like a thousand views equals a dollar. So $1 to their Patreon account, which is probably gets cut down. So let's say $1 equals 500 views just for like ease of like change of money and whoever's taking a cut. It's like a dollar per thousand. Um, well, yeah, but like, think about like, if I spend a dollar to Patreon, does Patreon take fifty percent of that? Is like the I actually don't know exactly how Patreon works, though. I probably need to figure it out pretty soon because I probably will eventually, not not soon, open one for this podcast. Um, see where that goes, since you know, podcasts they are kind of like the wild west in terms of monetization. Yeah, no one really does it the same way. Yeah, yeah. Also, you can buy merchandise from people that you support, and that is like direct to them like five bucks for a shirt or five. whatever wow which is more if we could somehow sell shirts for five dollars people would fucking buy them even if they weren't fans. i would buy i would buy well, a five dollar shirt i don't care I'd buy it. you gotta find it i'll buy yeah. it right now five dollars it, do, like, it okay, doesn't have like a bunch a of dicks okay. on it sign me up let's do this no even if it's got do dicks we... on it i don't even get shit five bucks i'll buy it <laughs> So different standards. I've seen on the internet in on Twitter. I've seen like these campaigns where it's like, "Oh, buy this shirt," and if you, if I get enough orders, they'll actually get made. And I've seen Teespring. some people do that. 
I think it's Teespring, yeah. And so that's an option too. Once we actually have an audience to speak of, they might care. I like the way oh, uh, maybe? Philip DeFranco does Tell it. Tell us in the comments down below if you can. Yeah. I love the way Philip DeFranco does it. He has, uh, it's not Teespring, it's somewhere else. It's really cool. He, well, I think the latest one he's doing is Teespring. It's the uh, Life's Not a Competition. But if it were, I'd be He winning. also has this. I want to buy that shirt so bad. That's such a badass quote. Yeah, he also has the. Uh, <laughs> The sports, the what? sports. That's what it was. Sports. Oh yeah. I was brain farting there for a second. Man, I remember back in the day when the only cool shirts you could get were in like the mall because the internet internet shopping was sketchy. People still buy it off topic. On. I know. I I've seen. I I've snarkily kind of like stared into Hot Topic as I pass by, but I I rarely yeah, enter. I... Though I. My favorite shirt I still got from Hot Topic. I still have it. It's that Power Thirst shirt that's got Best like the big green ever. dude. It's like you know the, the energy drink for men. Well, energy. They, if I if I wore that to a college campus, they would crucify me. But it's hilarious. No, the, uh, the energy drink for men. Like, what do you mean, frat boys? Are lo- oh wait, no, no wait, no, 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 no. I see where you're going with. <laughs> no, no, they would just crucify me. Would I, get... I wouldn't. I, I would be caught dead. Wouldn't even dare. You'd be burned to the but, stake, dude. Yeah, I know, but. It's still my favorite shirt, and that I just kind of saw it one day in Hot Topic because you know I was young and sixteen, I think, and I was like, "Dude, this is a Power Thirst shirt." They made a fucking shirt. It was back when that video it was kind of new, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, this is the best! This is like Did the pinnacle of comedy." I think you gave me one. That was Bronda uh, yeah, the Thirst yeah. Mutilator. I think you gave um, me one, didn't you? Which was the same Maybe. people. Yeah, I, I did. I did. So Bronda the Thirst Mutilator was a real thing as merchandise for a movie called Idiocracy that it was featured in. But the people who did the Brondo video that went viral on YouTube back when half a million views was like viral, um, <laughs> yeah. they made a shirt and it was the same video people doing both the advertisements. And so that was just, that's a wild story probably for another day, but we got, we got Brondo in the mail. So since we uh, have epically failed on our E3 knowledge, because that's what happened. Battery three just wasn't that great. Well, well, hold on, hold on. Actually, I think it was because E three is kind of like a double edged sword. You know, like one year it'll be absolutely terrible. You know, giant mini crab, and then the yeah, other year it'll be releasing be great. everything. So, uh, well, I would say I would say this year wasn't nearly as good as last year. There's a lot of things to be hyped about for this year's, but it wasn't. Well, new video games is hype. I hate yeah. it itself. I just feel like the presentation of a lot of shit was really like Nintendo for like the past three years before this, have done fucking amazing. Yeah, because like, they just, pushed out... I don't even give a flying fuck of what they put out. I just wanted to watch their show. And this year, they're like, a uh, little bit of Pokemon and New Zelda. New Zelda looks fucking amazing. Sure. I am i don't even own a Nintendo console, and I'm hyped to see how that game yeah. plays out. But the issue is, where the fuck's my puppet show? Where the fuck's... Or not my, obviously, the, the fans, you know? Like, I, I just... I. I I'm a little disappointed. Yeah. I feel like I think what's going to happen is uh, packs and everything is going to be the hot shit. I think that's where they're going to be releasing a lot of the demos and everything. PAX Prime. Uh, I, oh, yeah. It's funny because a lot of people actually said, like, stay tuned for PAX or stay tuned for our... QuakeCon. Yeah, QuakeCon, yeah. And, like, other shit. Ether- so, By the way, I have PAX tickets, so I will be going, and I'll let you guys oh, know how it goes. Uh, rob somebody for another one. And I'll rob somebody for a plane ticket, and we can all go together. Do people in Oklahoma just like carry like plane tickets to SeaTac <laughs> in their pockets? I, like... I imagine. 
Where are you going to find someone to ship these well, tickets from? <laughs> like five miles away from me. Five miles being I drive two miles and then like three miles down a dirt road onto their ranch. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the cooking channel. There's a woman named Ree Drummond. She goes by the Pioneer Woman. She has not only does she own one, I believe, or leases it. But the Food Network, every once in a while, sends a private G5 jet out here. So I think I could, I think I could manage. <laughs> so what you need to do is you need to practice every Fly day G5. For, until, until <laughs> August. Not flying a G5, but practicing your cooking skills. <laughs> like, the same meal every day until August. And impress this lady with your skills so that she swoons over you and flies that's, you straight to sea. That's one way, or I could just, like... I'm assuming this 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 like lady from the Food Network knows how to fly a G5. I'm just saying. No, no, she's she's <laughs> hyper has flaws. She could just be like, yo, send him. He wants to go to Seattle. Go, but so she could buy the lessons. She doesn't need to buy the lessons. She has a fucking pilot. I know. <laughs> <laughs> she she just skipped that. She cut out the middleman and was like, I'm just gonna buy someone to fly it for me. I could attempt to find her daughter and be like, hey, you're 18. So when they're Let's be, she sex. You just, you just. Guessing. No, she definitely has one who's eighteen. So she might be in Texas right now. Where did she keep the pilot? Where did she keep the pilot when they're not flying? Probably, like in the dungeon. They have. They own so much <laughs> land. They, it's ridiculous, dude. Like there are people here, in Oklahoma, not far from me, who don't own land. Like when you open up a map. If they, if you were to open a map of Oklahoma or just the all of the United States, they could probably take a pen and be like, "This part right here, this part of Oklahoma is mine," and just, yeah, like That's great. thirty thousand acres. Like, holy shit, dude! Like, why? <laughs> I just can't get over this mental image of you showing up to this lady's place, like cloak, like all cloaked up, and you just like reveal the best casserole like, she's I, ever. I enjoy, eaten. and I'm here. I'm here to impress you with the best casserole you've ever eaten in exchange for yeah. a ride to PAX. As you proceed, as the fighting food on music starts playing, and you start like cooking up the best casserole ever. Uh, what's PAX, fighting dearie? Fighting food on, yes. <laughs> oh, oh, I God. forgot about that. Yes, that that would be amazing. Just ah, the best casserole. Yeah. You have your mission. And anyway, so so PAX will happen, and I'm going to go. At least for one day. The last time I went was like two years ago, and I got to try the Oculus Rift, you know, before they had competition and before they were publicly available. It was kind of cool. <laughs> it was kind of cool. The line was super long, and I waited and waited, and it was like a coin toss, right? Like, there were so many seats available with Oculus Rifts, and when you get in, they, they shuffle you over to one. And you either get to play, like, against bots in, like, a little five-minute match of Hawken with a controller in hand, or you get to do what I did, and have no controller in hand, and just look around inside of an indie car, going around a track that you're not controlling. That kind of sucks. Which was, yeah. I was like, I really want to wait in line again, but I don't want to risk this coin toss on will I get to actually play yeah. Hawken or not. And then, I, and then I went home and I played Hawken. Out of rage. Out so, of rage. <laughs> so I, I think that's a good that's a good thing to, to shift back into E3 with. Did you guys hear what Hawken's doing? And no. apparently it was announced um, at E3, but I didn't see it anywhere. Um, they're releasing it on consoles now. That is what the game really needs. Like, they went through an ownership change, like, somewhere after so the open Ubisoft. beta. That game's come a really long way. Yeah, 
Ubisoft? Ace Tyler <laughs> got in a knife fight with the CEO of Ubisoft and won, and then bled like more blood than any human can ever bleed. She's A, an alien, and B, Lana! <laughs> what does this have to do with Hawkeye? I'm so confused. <laughs> I can't what is going on? Um, Ubisoft? Oh, 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 okay. Ah, damn it. That reference went over my head for a minute there. Well, anyway, so they got new owners, a new company behind Hawken, and they haven't actually changed the game. Like, they rebranded the paid money credits. It's kind of like Warframe. There's, like, in-game monies and paid monies, and in-game monies is good for everything that matters, but paid monies is how you, you know, get the cute little bunny rabbits and the the pink paint and... uh, you know, you make yourself look like you're not a murder hobo. Murder hobos are the best. best when we played the game, and then six months later, nothing had fucking changed. Yeah, but at the same time, I didn't really want it to change too much, like like gameplay wise, because it was it's really fun. Well, like, yeah, but like new maps, new mechs would have been cool. Yeah, like the new newest mech they have, I think, is like this stealthy one. I also think they released they re-released the cupcake, so you didn't have to be like a pre-order person. To, to use the cupcake but um they haven't added any new maps since like the one after last eco whatever that one was i think they and, may have added some new stuff now because that company bought them around the time we started playing again and that's why nothing had changed so maybe now that stuff like they were looking maybe. for feedback they were looking for streamers they the last time so. i played was a couple of months ago it wasn't like this month or last month but i did play it like since last time you've played it. <laughs> Nothing changed I just, then. I think uh, V-Dog did too. and uh, he, he was with me that day. Oh, yeah. okay. I, so we're playing my together. final thoughts, just in general, because this is getting long. Hawken, and all this talk of Hawken, and the Oculus Rift and everything, and the next gen, what I would really, really love to see is a good, old-fashioned, armored core, like, two-type armored core brought in to the future where it's just awesome just absolutely amazing i would love that i really hope um uh form does that they said they were working on some new stuff uh since dark souls 3 well, was a hit and it might be armored core do i have news to tell you Dylan? actually oh you saw it you actually saw the article it was uh, vg 24 7 or whatever oh yeah yeah where there's three games in the work one's completely new we have no, no idea what it is um, no use speculating. Um, there's rumors that it's going to be a sci-fi game that plays similar to Dark Souls, but it won't be the same. Um, who knows if that's true or not. Katakawa had their um, E3 conference that wasn't at E3, but was played at E3. I don't know what the fuck it was, but there was no stream for it, so you could, you can't go and watch. Only people at E3 were able to uh, experience it. They released a bunch of games that are coming to Japan that they may eventually localize, and they had games that they were localizing. But Katakawa is also the company who owns From Software. Um, nothing from From Software there, though. Just, like, god damn it, guys. They could have, like, stolen the show if they released a new game. Um, what a tease! Exactly. Like, Katakawa has a, has a conference for the first time, or the first time that I've ever heard of. And nothing from From Software. Just totally a fucking letdown. Um, although I guess I didn't see it. I only got like recap notes. So who knows? Someone might have been being a prick with their recap notes. Fingers crossed. Perhaps. 
Um, but I just I, I always hope that there will be another Armored Core game since five. Well, that's because that's e- the rumor, every time they uh, release is that they like, will Bloodborne be was a hit. Dark Souls three was a hit. Dark Souls two was a hit. And I'm just thinking, when's Armored Core coming back? Because it's the same developers. Yeah, it's only a matter of time. People think that it'll be a uh, remake, like a, a reboot of the series. I hope so because Armored Core five, I actually really liked it. However, not enough people liked it, and it kind of depended on its online community to give it longevity because it wasn't like wasn't four, five really shitty when you needed to get to like the like the bigger version of the game. Yeah, like. You needed to get Victory Day, which was like the expansion. Yeah, because um, I played that, the original. That game, it was just horrendous. There was just nothing to it. It was so bland. A Victory Day is worth your time, but the original Armored Core 5 is not. I still beat it, but it was like, blah. I didn't like it as much as 4, and I didn't like 4 as much as 3, because the story arc between 3 and Last Raven was perfect. You can't top perfect. <laughs> but, you know, you could at least, you know, shine in its image. And 4 did an okay job of that, but 5 did not. Yeah, uh, they probably Victory need Day to reboot is at this point. I mean, well, they've been rebooted over and over again because, like, the storyline between Armored Core One and Armored Core Two: Another Age is all one continuity, and then Armored Core Three: The Last Raven is its own continuity, technically a reboot. Uh, However, it's plausible that they could have destroyed themselves so hard that Armored Core Three could continue off or be a prequel to Armored Core One. Because you know, at the beginning of Armored Core Three, the Earth was just so fucked that they all lived underground. And they had this computer dictating their lives that they trusted like a god. And then at the end of Last Raven, everyone is dead. Except you. Yeah, because true. super weapons were activated that were meant to destroy everyone on Earth. So that way, you know, a less aggressive race could repopulate. So I haven't played Last Raven in a long time. I don't quite remember if that's the end goal of the pulverizers. But that's kind of what they did. So Armored Core 3 could be before or after 1. We won't know. Then Armored Core 4 is just out of nowhere. And then Armored Core 5 is yet another reboot uh, after 4. I think they should have 5 just been another continuation of 4's arc. Because Armored Core 4 Answer, which is kind of like the victory day of Armored Core 4, was amazing. Yeah. Um, I mean, hopefully they will. Because we know that around that time is when they were making uh, Dark Souls. So they probably were putting a lot more of their effort into those games, or Demon Souls even, for, like, back in Armor Core 4 and shit. So a lot of the development team probably shifted onto the more popular games. Yeah, I could see that happening. So there's always hope for that. And that's probably the best thing about them never doing it at all. They actually said they will probably do another Dark Souls game in the future, but it will be like Dark Souls 2. It will not be by the original director. Um, He said he... Uh, Miyazaki said he himself will never do another Dark Souls game. However, he said if five di- five years down the road, one of his employees is like, I got this really great idea, probably would work out as a Dark Souls game. He'd be like, do it. He'd be like, you can do it. And like, he said he wouldn't... It's not that he doesn't want to see another game, but he just doesn't want to be the, the creator of another one. He doesn't want to beat his own horse to death. So was there any E3 footage about um, the new Nier game coming out? Because I there missed was. that. There was a new trailer. And it looked I, I saw, so good. Um, it makes me want to go and play the games. But like, I have this fear of, of doing so, and I don't know why. I just wish Nier would have come out on another console or like PC or something, because I have it on PS3, but Can I have you PS4. Can you emulate PS3 yet? And no, you can't. Because like, it has that weird like proprietary processor unit. I mean... In the future, we'll be able to emulate PS4. We probably can do it already uh, once they fucking crack it because it uses an Intel processor. Yeah. Or no. 
I think they're using AMD, but they're using the architecture of PCs use. So it's easier to port games from PS4 to PC if they choose to do so. Well, and they're so, actually already doing that in some sense. They're actually starting to do these chained console things where I don't know if you can go PS4 to Xbox, but you can definitely go PS4 to PC and Xbox One to PC. Right. So but anyways, like I think Rocket League does that. Like you can play with the console players on PC and you can yep. filter them out. <laughs> But anyway, so we have the new Nier game coming, and I still haven't finished the first game, but I think I'm more inclined to just, like, watch a playthrough of it because hooking up my PS3 is kind of a hassle when I've already got the PS4 and i got a bunch of other shit hooked up to my TV, and I'd only play it for that one thing, and it's just... I have other stuff to play. I, I, like, I find it funny that we're actually, like, like touching base on these games, and I, I, can, I can throw back to what, we said, what I said at the first... But my RPG curse, Nier was one of those games um, where Blockbuster shut down um, as we had to return the game. Like, like next week, it was gone. So it's like... Should have rented it again and just held on to it. Well, yeah, exactly, is what what I should have done. But then, like, you are also talking about Final Fantasy VIII earlier, another one of those games. So I think I figured out how to fix your RPG (laughs) curse now. Well, it's very minor now. I have been able to okay, beat games but I, now. I think I've figured out how but... to prevent it forever and to also fix it. Are you ready? All right. All right. So the answer, very, very simple, is proper amount of foreplay and lots of lube. <laughs> <laughs> 